Well, hello again. Today we're going to talk about the flight of the earls. The 4th of September 1607 was a sad day for Ireland because on that day the Earl of Tyrone, Hugh O'Donnell, the Earl of Donegal, Rory O'Donnell and Donal O'Sullivan, the Lord of Bear and Bantry, along with many other chiefs and their families, decided to leave their homeland from Rathmullen. This was known as the Flight of the Earls. Some went to France, others went to Belgium or Italy, but many came to Spain. They were received with open arms like the royalty they were. They were given Spanish nationality, and many of the noble families were given Spanish noble titles, and their children were presented at court. The Spanish court subsidised Irish colleges for training priests in Santiago, Salamanca and Seville and in Madrid. After the Battle of the Boyne in 1690, when William III defeated James II, many Irish soldiers left Ireland and went to France and Spain. Spain welcomed the newcomers and appreciated their military skills and experience. Irish regiments were established in the Spanish army. We had Irlanda, Hibernia and Altonia, and many Irish officers came to hold important positions. The flow of Irish immigrants continued throughout the 17th and 18th centuries. Richard Wall, who had been born in France but of Irish parents from Limerick, arrived in Cadiz when it was the most important trading port with the Americas. He soon found his way into Spanish politics and proved his negotiation skills as a diplomat. Now remember, this man had Irish parents, but he became the Minister of Foreign Affairs in Spain in 1754 and later, this son of Irish Jacobite refugees became Prime Minister of Spain under King Ferdinand VI, a post he held until he resigned in 1763. The King of Spain gave him a handsome reward for his services, a grant for life of crown land known as the Sota de Roma near Granada, and later was conferred upon Manuel Godoy before being awarded to the Duke of Wellington, that same piece of land. Richard Wall was at the centre of the Irish community's network, but it was Alexandra O'Reilly who was thought of as one of the shrewdest military brains in Spain. His grandfather, John O'Reilly, had been a colonel in the army of James II and had fought in the Siege of Derry in 1689. Alexandra O'Reilly was born in 1723 in the townland of Moila in County Meath. His father sent him to Spain to join the army, together with his brothers Dominic and Nicholas. Alexander was still in his teens when he was commissioned as a cadet in the Hibernia Regiment. He fought and was wounded badly in the foot during the War of the Austrian Succession. He was unable to move and lay all night in great pain with his foot bleeding profusely. An Austrian soldier found him in the morning and was about to shoot him when Alexandra said that his father was the Duke of Arcos and that he would pay a handsome ransom for him. So the Austrian soldier took him prisoner and brought him to the headquarters. But who did he find but an Irish officer serving in the Austrian army? The Irish officer, seeing O'Reilly as a fellow Irishman, took pity on him and released him. So he was able to return to Spain, where he was welcomed as a hero, especially by the Duke of Arcos, who really enjoyed hearing the anecdote of how he had managed to escape. O'Reilly soon moved up the ranks in the army and proved himself not only to be a brave soldier, but also a military strategist with excellent organisational skills. 
It was in 1765 that he saved the life of King Charles III in a populous tumult in Madrid. O'Reilly was sent to Louisiana to reassert control on behalf of the Spanish crown. France had ceded Louisiana to Spain at the end of the Seven Years' War, but the French settlers there were reluctant to accept the first Spanish governor, who was Antonio de Olloa. They forced him out in 1768. O'Reilly arrived in New Orleans in 1769 and with ceremony and authority lowered the French flag and raised the Spanish flag. The Spanish soldiers paraded through the streets in a show of strength. A number of the principal citizens were thrown into prison and several of them who had been instrumental in the ejection of Antonio Olloa, the first Spanish governor, were executed as an example to the rest of the population. O'Reilly was given the nickname of Bloody O'Reilly, which still endures in New Orleans to this day. King Charles of Spain was delighted with Governor O'Reilly's efficiency and appointed him Inspector Governor of the Colonial Army and Militias. He also made him Count and Viscount of Cavan. Undoubtedly, the Irishman from County Meath had made it to the top. Unfortunately, his military career was not always full of success. In 1775, he was sent to lead an expedition to occupy Algiers. Spies had discovered the plan of attack and were waiting to ambush the Spanish force. Many Spanish were killed and the blame was laid firmly on the shoulders of O'Reilly. He disappeared from public view for a brief period. However, King Charles III still looked on him as his loyal friend and called on him to become Captain General of Andalusia and Governor of Cadiz. He was determined to repair his reputation and threw himself energetically into his new job. He built new houses and streets, improved standards of public hygiene, created a municipal police force, supported the arts and scientists and helped the poor. The king continued to rely on O'Reilly's advice and it was when he was on his way to serve the king once again that he died of a heart attack in 1794. There is a street named after him in Cadiz. Conde O'Reilly or Count O'Reilly. There's also another street named after him in Havana in Cuba where O'Reilly had landed in 1763.